All right, guys, you're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole Podcast. My name is Luis. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, it's been a weird couple of months, uh, especially with season four underway and uh, season four, season five. I don't even know where I'm at anymore. Anyway, so I'm recording this uh, a day later from when we actually recorded this. Uh, you know, one of the things about recording in front with a lot of people from like overseas in the UK and, and in Australia and other places like around the world, basically. Um, it, it's kind of weird because they, the time zones are a lot different. So like, if it's like midnight here, it, it's like morning for them. So it's just a weird thing to kind of like come into and, uh, just kind of like, I don't know, uh, be on, 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 especially when I calendar these things and get these things ready, man, it's weird. But anyway, I digress. So, uh, you know, talking to uh, a wonderful person here with her and her husband, and she is, is part of a company that she created. She actually made this thing, but uh, essentially a card game uh, called Better Topics, which, you know, with her and her, her partner, they it helps other couples get close. It's wild. I love the idea of using um, these, this type of communication to get close to somebody. Uh, but before we get into it, the main thing I really wanted to address is when we were talking, I forgot to mention uh, after we recorded such that uh, that she was going to do a giveaway. So when you time you guys hear this podcast, uh, I'll be posting it on Instagram and her Instagram as well. Uh, but she wants to do a full year, full free year giveaway for the gold membership of the app, um, which I think is a really good value, especially if you, you know, don't want to get the physical cards, you can have them on deck in your phone. Uh, and you, you and your partner can just find time to get close. And I honestly think it's worth it. I'm very curious and, and want to do it myself. Um, but to enter the free giveaway, you have to do, um, follow is follow up better topics on Instagram. That's at better topics, like, and share their posts when we post it and tag three of your friends in the comments and, and it should, we'll give it like a week. Um, and after that week, she'll pick somebody, um, randomly and you get a full year subscription of the gold membership, which is a really good value, especially if you're highly interested in getting closer to your partner and, you know, just having all access to this really fun game. And it's just a really, really cool idea to do with your partner. And, and, it, and it's just kind of like a, a way of getting closer than close. And especially, you know, in these times, it's really good to have someone who has your back. So, um, and when you have that, you know, you don't want to let that, that flame go out. So you're always finding new things about your partners. And I, I think that's kind of where, where, where the, the mentality is here is you never want to not know anything about your partner, but again, like, and follow better topics, um, tag three friends, like, and share the posts. You get a full year subscription for free, which I think is really dope. Uh, and I'll put the links all behind, uh, in, in the bio and everything. And, uh, Let's let's I want you guys to listen to this conversation. Check it out. It's really cool. Um, here you go. Morning. Good morning. Sorry, Hi, good night. <laughs> I know, right? How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you? Not bad. Not bad at all. I told you I was going to stay up for this. I'm excited for this. <laughs> thank uh, you so much. No, thank you for taking the time to wake up so early. Um, 
So really quick, thank you again for talking to my podcast. You're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, this is on 98.3 KMWV, Salem, Oregon's public community radio station. And uh, on, you know, everywhere else, like on Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. I heart and everything, which is great, more accessible to more people. Um, can you just run by me real quick while who you are and a little bit of what you're about? Let's go down some rabbit holes. I'm very curious about who you are. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast the fir- uh, in the first place. Um, so my name is Dana and I am uh, physically based in the UK. Uh-huh. Um, and together with my husband, we have created this, um, what we think is an amazing game for couples that helps them communicate better because we both feel that, um, you know, anyone can really have a great relationship as long as they're willing to put in some work. But that work doesn't have to be tedious. Hence why we've created this game to give couples basically a tool that um, they can use straight away. And, uh, you know, they don't need any previous knowledge for it. They can just take it, play it, use it and have fun with it. And essentially, what's the end goal here when, when you get couples to participate with this? Well, we want them to have those much needed important conversations because what we found was that so many couples, you know, they actually struggle in their relationship simply because they don't talk to each other as they should, you know, simply because right. they hold back a lot of information that they should actually share with their partner or that they don't even know how to share it properly without it escalating into a full-blown argument or fight. So um, basically we've put in a lot of repeatable questions um, some of them are lighter, you know, just to set the mood, basically, and some of them are deeper as well. Um, and we formulated them in a way that although the questions are the same, the answers will always change week by week because what couples go through and experience week by week changes. Mm-hmm. So basically, they can play this game over and over again. So they actually start talking to each other about the important things in a relationship. And, you know, try to work things out basically. And I think that's super fascinating because like I've been with women who have, you know, I'm guilty of it. Like it's very superficial and it's very like at the time. And then, you know, I convince myself it's, it's a real thing. It's a, it's a word, it's a deep thing. And then I, you can't ask me something about like their vulnerabilities, for example, I couldn't tell you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I think that's really important, especially when you claim to, uh, be intimate with somebody and not, and I'm not talking about like physically, you know, like intimacy in general. And I claim to be intimate with somebody and I can't do that. Like there's something wrong there. So I'm I'm kind of curious why, like for for an example, what would be the first question you would ask your partner and how do you set up this game and what are the rules? So, um, the rules are slightly different, but because we have the physical card game, which actually looks like this. Oh, cool. Okay. So we have the physical card game and we have the app as well. Mm-hmm. Both use the same type of questions. It's just how you play it is slightly different because obviously you cannot really play an app as a physical card game. So with the physical card game, basically, you know, you have, um, well, we both actually have the repeatable questions and you also have what we call modifiers. So these are, um, you know, a lot of game like elements like cancel the question, reverse the question. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, even, you know, asking more uh, details with the main question. So with whom, how did you react to that? Why, where, and stuff like that. Um, so both of these you can use, obviously, in physical card game and the app as well. 
Uh-huh. And the physical card game also has its own reward system. So basically, you know, when players, you know, when couples play it, one of them will lose, one of them will win because that's how we set up the game. And the winner gets to choose their own reward out of the reward pack. Okay. So these as well are things that we try to help couples with to do more together or for each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So the rewards are anything from a 20-minute foot massage to we go out to the restaurant of my choosing next week or we watch a movie that I like next week or, um, you know, we do something together, basically. Um, and the difference with the app is that in the app, you actually get uh, weekly secret challenges for both partners. So they both will have secret challenges that they can choose from every week. Um, and then once they chose it, you know, they have to do it for their partner or together. And they have to take a picture of it because the app will ask their partner to confirm whether the challenge has been done or not. But the, the partner doesn't know about the specific challenge as it's No. Happened. Okay. So they won't know until it's done. And uh-huh. then the app will ask them, by the way, can you just confirm they've done this for you? And then obviously they can confirm or not. Okay, and um, okay. the more challenges they do and the more questions they ask and answer on the app, uh, the more points they get. And right now they can, uh, with the points that they get in the app, they can get extension decks. So we have the physical extension decks as well for the physical card game. Mm-hmm. And these are specific questions on specific topics like intimacy, parenting for new couples, past stories even. And um, on the app as well, they can get the same extension decks, which will be, you know, mixed with the main questions. So they get more questions as well on specific topics if they would like to. And so this is just a, a two-person game, right? This is not like a, this isn't like a game where like, um, you don't bust this out at like a, a, a like a, at a hangout, like with friends, right? Like it's not cards <laughs> against humanity kind of thing. Like they're yeah. that they're not like that. And are they raunchy or dirty, or is it very wholesome questions? Well, first of all, they're very wholesome questions because um, we've seen so many card games out there that are quite extreme, let's say. Uh-huh. Um, and we wanted to keep this as PG as possible, you know. Uh, and interestingly enough, although we have created this having couples in mind and how they communicate with each other every week and, you know, um, to help them focus on the relationship issues, other than, aside, so aside from very few questions that are very specific couple related, mm-hmm. um, the rest of them can actually be played by friends as well who are uh, okay to sharing things about themselves, you know, with their friends. So it was a Christmas time, actually, I think two Christmases ago when some of our friends were visiting us and they're not together, they're not anything. They were just like, you know, friends. And they asked us if they can play it. And I was like, well, let's try it. I mean, you know, it is for couples, but why not give it a try? Yeah. So just for them to actually see how the game works and the questions. And to our surprise as well, they could actually answer all of each other's questions, you know, because it made sense for them as well, them being really good friends. So, you know, also we did have many requests to uh, do this game for parents and children and grandparents and grandchildren. So that is in the pipeline, you know, we will work on that as well. But right now we want to help as many couples as possible. And so I guess now I want to go back a little bit. Um, What, how did this, everyone has that, that moment where you just like that spark where you're just like, this is what I want to do. 
what was that moment for you guys when you guys realized this is it this is the thing we want to make and and and, and manifest like it, it started as an oh idea my God. that moment wasn't a one moment light bulb for us no to be no it was now looking back at it, it it was quite a lengthy process actually because there were so many elements that went into this decision mm-hmm. so it started with me being in uh, a corporate job that I started to, let's say, not enjoy that much as I thought I would. Right. Um, I've been working in corporate for seven years at that point. I, you know, went up the ladder because when I went into corporate first time, I thought, you know, once I'll be a manager, I'll be able to implement all the things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So for seven years, I worked in NHS, which is the national health system in the UK, meaning I was working at the hospital, at the local hospital here. and. Although I started from the lowest uh, admin uh, job, basically, I said, once I get to management level, I'll be able to improve a lot of things, you know, and help with patient care more and all of that type of thing. Once I got there, I disappointingly realized that that wasn't the case because I still had my managers who had their managers who had their managers. And we were basically just taking, you know, other people's decisions on and trying to implement those. And so I had no no creative uh, freedom at all, and which was very, very, you know, upsetting to me because I've invested so many years to get there. And then once I got there, I was like, yeah, this is not it. So that combined with my husband, who was working from home for years because he has few uh, businesses that he manages. And for me, it was very interesting to see him every morning being super excited to wake up and start working. I've never seen that in my life like in corporate you kind of go to your job you do your job and then you kind of go home and that's it and then you you live your life right whereas he was so excited in the morning to start working because he was so excited of all the projects that they were working on and at night as well even after a 16 hour calls like back-to-back calls for 16 hours he would still be very pumped and energized and excited because you know all the great conversations he had all mm-hmm. the projects they were moving and i just looked at him you know baffled i'm like how is how does that even feel you know how does it feel to be physically super tired not be able to even watch a screen anymore because your eyes are that tired but you're still excited and pumped and you want to do it again the next day yeah. you know so i was you know i was like i want that as well i want to have that drive and that passion as well in my work i don't want to dread going to work you know and knowing that oh i won't be able to do much so that as well combined with the fact that um we both love board games and we have so many at the house like we have all the classics Mm -hmm. um and we also got so many so-called card games for couples i mean i say so-called because they're advertised as card games but Mm -hmm. they weren't games you know to our very big disappointment, we found out that they weren't games. There, was, there wasn't anything to play at it, you know. They were basically just one-off questions printed on a piece of paper. And I do feel like a lot of the games are like that. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I was like, for example, as you mentioned, you know, Cards Against Humanity. That's a game still, you know. You still play it in the way. It still has some rules. You can still, like, go around. Uh-huh. But many of these card games for couples, they were one-off questions. And... You know, we thought, yeah, but even, and they were like advertising it that they have so many hundred questions and whatever. And I was like, well, yes, but many of those questions wouldn't even apply anymore for our situation where we were together for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
you know, if after years of living with me in a house, you don't know how much I love chocolate, we have such a big problem that these cards cannot really solve for us. You know, yeah. they were like simple questions like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite? And I'm like, no, like, no, you kind of know that at the beginning. And then you kind of leave it because very rarely your favorite color will change or your favorite flavor of ice cream, for example, will change. So we were really disappointed to see that. And, you know, all of these things combined together, we just thought, what if we tried making one? Because I'm like, this is not even a game. Like, okay, we go through the questions once and then what? We throw out the game? Like, I might as well just open a, a, a blog, you know, that has all the questions and then just read them out. What's the point in actually getting the card game? when it's not a game so what we did was actually we thought of you know how would it even look like if we would create ours how would that even look mm-hmm. and we started you know bouncing back and forth ideas and then we've ended up putting in better topics all the things that we like about other games so all the elements that we like in other games we brought them together in better topics So you have the lock element, which I am an expert at. Like anything that's with dice or any game that is lock-based, I will definitely win against my husband, hands down, (laughs) 99% of the time. Because I'm more relaxed. I'm not stressed about the outcome. So I'll just throw the dice. And most times, you know, we have have instances where it's very weird at some point, you know, how how often I win. Um, So we have that because, you know, depends on what type of cards you'll dealt. That's the the lock element into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have the strategy element to it, which my husband is an expert too. So any strategizing game, he definitely wins. I'm not going to even stress about it. I'll just like be there for the ride. But, you know, I know I won't stress because I know he'll win it anyway. I'm not very good at strategizing, especially in games. So you have the strategy element where you have to know exactly how to play the game. You know, which question goes with which modifier. How can you get rid of the cards, the uh, soonest basically from your hand because that means you won um and you also have you know the relationship element where you actually discuss things about your relationship important things you know um that that focuses basically on the relationship and the two partners in it instead of all the usual normal problems we see you know in the tv now i'm not saying that people should not be aware what's happening around them but I think so many of them would benefit if they would just put their main focus on the relationship and do so, you know, in a fun way by playing a game. And I guess, I, I, have you, did you have to dive into the, okay, well, because there's a lot of, okay, I have a lot of, I'm very curious now. Let yes. me go with the very, let me go for the low hanging fruit. Uh, do you have a, like a background or both you have a background in like design and everything, or did you guys uh, do that like, did you guys get that uh, done uh, externally or did you guys all do the design together, both of you and, and put it together? Like you said, you guys put the questions together, how this would look. This is all your ideas. You're both of your ideas. Yes. Huh? Wow. Yes. Amazing. Yes. So it actually took us more than six months to work only on the questions. Okay. And then we started working on the uh, modifiers as well and all the other elements that we included. And then we played it for so long, you know, to, to see how would this actually work in real life situation, you know? Um, and so the design part, the actual logo design was designed by my husband. I actually have a background in law and he has a background in engineering. Um, 
he's not a designer by any means, but he did design the logo for us, which was great. And we still kept the exact same logo from the very beginning. We haven't changed it at all, not even the colors on it. Um, but otherwise, with the actual design of the cards, of how they would look physically, we did use a team that helped us with that design because we said, you know, certain things we better leave to professionals. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy we did because the cards came out looking amazing. Okay. And I guess that because, I mean, I totally get it. Like, it's a big, when you have such a big idea, like, it takes a lot more heads involved when you turn to make those things happen. And I, but I guess if you guys already know what you want, it makes it a lot more easier because you can just be like, this is how I want things. Uh, and, and if you guys, it seems like you guys know what you want. You guys aren't like, Oh, I don't know if I want this. I don't know. Like you guys both from what you just mentioned, you know what you want. And that kind of helped the uh, process a lot. But that knowing what we want, uh, we arrived to those conclusions after a lot a lot of sessions of discussing and bouncing back ideas, you know, like what if we do it this way? What if we do it that way? So even until we arrived to the um, final idea, it took us like a lot of discussion and a lot of time as well, you know, because bear in mind at that time, he was still having his very long hours work. I was having my job. So we were basically working on this either on weekends or uh, whenever we would have some time off and stuff like that. So, um, what I would say about professionals is that, you know, as let's say creators of the game, we had a vision in our mind, but we didn't really know how to put that on paper, literally, you know, how to make it look in real life. How would it look best and all of that? Um, we did look at other cards and we, we found them very simple, very bland, very, you know, I was like, I don't want that. I want something more fun. I want something more colorful. I want something this, something that. And this is where, you know, you can see an expert's expertise, basically, because you you give them awards, basically, and they transform that into the actual design, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can work on it, whether you want anything changed or twitched or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's that's how it went. It was it was a long, long process, to be honest. And we weren't 100% ready when we launched. But most people in business will tell you it's better just to launch it and then you'll tweak it afterwards. <laughs> 100%. And, uh, uh, but the thing is, the, the pandemic hit, you know, in 2020. So that's when we actually thought, oh my God, people would actually need this right now because so many couples were physically, literally locked in with each other and they didn't even know what to talk about. They were just watching TV all day or doing nothing. <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere so you know what they're going to talk about how right. many times can you talk about the same movie or you know the same things so like oh my god people would actually actually need this right now let's launch it like it wasn't 100 but i'm like let's launch it and then we'll go with the flow see what happens um so yeah that was when we launched it with a kickstarter campaign which was you know successfully funded thank god so we could roll out the first few thousand uh games amazing how that whole process i mean then they kind of thank you for the pandemic because that kind of you're right people were stuck together and you kind of have to like figure it out we kind of, we all had to figure it yeah. out um yeah. did, did you realize what you were doing though when you guys were creating it because i feel like this is not just a game it's like a representation of yourself and your relationship and himself and his relationship with you and vice versa so it's kind of like the, we're not just getting a game we're getting like pieces of you um do you yeah. feel like that's a little like a lot like a lot 
a little personal or does it get too personal? Cause I know these deep conversations can get there. And I think that's the coolest thing is when you can get to that deep, deep level. Did you yeah. realize what you were doing when you were creating that? Like, Well, you know, even to this day, I haven't thought about it that way, but thank you, you know, for, for putting it so nicely. Um, this is you we, like, yes, yes. Like we, we love this game. And, and the thing is that, so many people are very surprised of the way how we formulated the questions. Like even people that have been together for 30 years, their communication is on point, their relationship is on point, all of that. They still play the game and they were still surprised to learn new things about their partner that they haven't thought of asking before. And they've never thought of asking them this way. You know, so for us, it was something, let's say, normal to a certain point, you know, to ask these questions because this is how we talk to each other with my husband, you know? But then we've seen that so many people were surprised, like so nicely and pleasantly surprised of the questions and how the game works and everything and what it does to people that we're like, oh my God, this is actually a really good idea. Like what? You know, because the thing is when you're a creator and when you create anything like this, you are emotionally attached to it, you know? Mm -hmm. And but then again, we see it from one point of view, from the creator's point of view, and from the point of view of some people that actually talk like this to each other in real life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we got them all the amazing feedback from other people, we we're like, oh my god, it was like a confirmation that yes, what we've done was really good. And you know, sometimes we thought maybe if we would have started earlier, but we didn't have the idea earlier. So I was like, you know, whenever we started, it's good that we did because already we have helped thousands of couples, you know, improve their relationship. And I guess, I guess now that, now that you, you guys did that, you brought it out, you made it into a reality. Um, and I guess maybe if you, have you thought of the, now have you thought about the, the, the psychology of love, like, uh, like the, of, of, because I, I guess, like, if I play with a friend, it's not the same. I have to do it with my partner, right? So, like, you yes. did you did you think of the psychology of love? Because what you 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 give me vibes of the. Have you heard of the the thirty? I think it's thirty two questions to make someone fall in love with you. I heard about them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've heard of this, and I've I have uh, tested this out, and I didn't necessarily fall in love with them. They didn't fall in love with, me, but they did get closer to me. And I think half of that has to do with vulnerability, um, and, and and making yourself open to these questions. I mean, the game is no fun, or these questions are no fun, if if you're not a hundred percent honest with yourself and honest with your partner. Uh, I think you rely on the honesty of it. Um, yes. Do do you do you see any negative ramifications? off of that because i mean there is also one side of the spectrum too where it's like you know where you give too much truth and that truth will set you free but first it's going to piss you off kind of thing yeah (laughs) well hmm, very interesting way of putting it thank you um (laughs) well the interesting thing is that um as i said you know my background is in law and my husband's background is in engineering and business but um Going through my management training whilst I was, you know, in corporate, we we had this um, amazing training where we had to be able to assess other people's personality types. Okay. So we know how to talk to them, to get the best out of them, to move the team forward, to uh, basically not piss them off and um, help them be more productive in their work, you know? So... Once I did that, once I went through that training, I was actually um, 
thinking of my family, you know, what type of personalities they are. I was thinking of myself. I was thinking of my brother, who I'm very close with, but many times, you know, um, I still get frustrated with him. And then it makes sense why, you know, because he's very opposite from me. And then I understand why he was doing what he was doing. And interestingly enough, I wasn't even as uh, annoyed anymore with the things that he was doing because I would re- instantly remember, yes, but it's different. This is how he oh, okay. deals with certain things. This is how he reacts in certain situations. And then I thought, oh my God, these things would actually work in a relationship as well. If people would know this, you know, if more people would know this, they would be able to understand their partner a lot better and get a lot, a lot less frustrated for the things that their partner do or don't do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and interestingly enough, my husband used to use these techniques as well in his businesses. So we kind of knew about these. So when we've met and when we started dating, um, aside the fact that we were very um, committed to our relationship from the very beginning and committed to make the relationship work very well. Um, and this came for both of us after having have, uh, you know, failed relationships in the past and heartache and all of that. And, you know, on my part, I was like, okay, the next relationship, I'll make it great. And I'll make everything that I can, you know, to make it great and all of that, especially if I see that my partner has at least a bit of interest in it, you know? Yeah. Um, so luckily I've met Robert, who's my husband, and um, he was equally as committed as I am. So, you know, since then we've been working on a relationship. So having studied, um, you know, the relationship field beforehand for my own personal, um, um, you know, gains, let's say, we did have some knowledge of, of the psychology behind it, but we didn't rely on that too much. We literally just relied on things that we do in our relationship to make it work um, and on, on things that we ask each other. And on things that we don't even have to ask sometimes, but we do hold each other accountable for certain things, you know, or Mm -hmm. for example, if um, he messes up, then I'll tell him like, I didn't appreciate that. Or if he makes like a a joke that he thinks it's funny, but I think it's hurtful. I'm like, no, like I'll stop him there. I'm like, no, there's not a joke. That's not nice. Don't joke about that. You know? Oh, even to this day, you'll hold him accountable for things like this. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, um, the thing is, I understand even when he jokes about things where he's coming from and why he thinks it's funny. And on a certain level, it is funny. But for me, certain things are not funny, you know? So I, I kind of ha- hold him accountable. Um, and he does as well, you know? Like if I make a joke that I shouldn't or something, he will tell me like, yeah, that wasn't very funny, you know? Or I would appreciate it if you wouldn't do that. But the thing is, the way we speak to each other comes after, you know, years of years of studying how to speak to people, basically. Okay. So. Um, that's how, you know, we, we created it because we said it's not enough that we help couples communicate with each other, but also how they communicate because it's important, you know. So, for example, we another reason why we actually try to make it a game is because, you know, when, when you play a game, you're a lot more relaxed and you're more, a lot more willing to be honest about anything that's going on and even your feelings. You know, you can still tell about how you how you felt, for example, in a certain situation and laugh it off in a way, you know, if you're feeling a bit uncomfortable about it. But you said it and it's out there and then your partner can take that in and uh, work with that basically instead of against it. You see, so um, that's like another reason why it's a game. And second of all, we realize that so many couples don't even know how to talk to each other, you know. 
like they they have all these frustrations they have all this um almost resentment built up because of all the things that their partner was doing but they didn't know how to approach it in a way so that their partner doesn't get offended and they still act on it positively you know or change things as they should so that's why we formulated some of the questions the way we did um to give them basically a tool that says okay so the question is this and then if the other partner doesn't like it they can play the game they can blame the game so oh yeah but that's the question like you kind of have to answer it you know even if it's a bit more um serious question and um i actually had some friends of mine that said that uh, one of my friends said that her husband is not willing to share feelings and talk about things and stuff and i was like because some of the questions were quite deep and i said what you can do is actually take out some of the very deep questions you know if you like because there are over 120 cards in a deck so you have enough to play with even so even if you take out like five you still have enough to play with and you can get extensions as well um and then try to play it with them with the lighter questions at the beginning until they get used to like how the game works and talking about things and once they do that you can slowly reintroduce the more difficult questions you know so you can also take it in steps and um it's it's very tailorable the game itself you know to any relationship you can basically just ask the questions if you like or you can actually play it how it's meant to be played um and also with the main deck we give out six custom cards which are basically cards that they can use to either create their own repeatable questions if we haven't thought of those or to create their own rewards if we haven't thought of those Yeah. And I think with the modifiers you're mentioning, I mean, if anyone, I was thinking about that too right now, like if there's someone who's very stoic and doesn't want to admit their feelings. I mean, it's 2022, like let's get in touch with our feelings, gentlemen, let's do this. Yes. But like, <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like maybe that would be a, a get out of free jail card, you know, like the reverse card kind of thing. Exactly. Um, and, and I guess that, that kind of brings a fun element to it. I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm thinking about it like, okay, there, there's, there's ways where you can get away with this and and even the most toughest of souls can participate and not feel yes. uncomfortable and especially since you keep it super lighthearted i mean you know like those other games like those other like relationship games i've seen them they're cool but like i'm not trying to talk about like you know there's moments where like i'm not trying to talk about like my sex life with my previous partner with uh, with my current partner kind of thing and it's just like this exactly. is supposed to be fun <laughs> yes that's the thing you see the questions that we have we try to um formulate them in a way that for example as you mentioned you know the sex question there are some a bit more let's say intimate questions as well in the main deck so in the mm -hmm. main deck we put a bit of everything mm -hmm. and then if people want certain questions on more on a certain topic then obviously they can get the extensions for that but even in the main deck and in the let's say intimacy uh, extension as well which interestingly enough it's our best seller so far <laughs> yeah <laughs> um they have questions related you know about intimacy and bedroom stuff and all of that type of thing but we've never formulated it in a way what have you done with your previous partner that you like you know we we always try to go away from that because we don't want to bring in ex partners in the discussion we don't care about ex partners they are ex partners for a reason like if everything Correct. would have been great they would have been the current partner no right so the way we try to formulate it is very um not to blame anyone in any way and very facts focused you know so what is it you know in your let's say previous relationship that you like the thing that you like the the gesture that you like instead of what did that person do that you like or not do not like you know 
So instead of bringing other people into the discussion, we literally focus on the two people that already are in a relationship and their experience. I like that because like those like those other games they make me feel like I'm in a corner and I'm like yo I, is this a setup is this a trap then it becomes exactly. not fun it doesn't feel fun anymore yeah that's the thing I mean you know the we need to talk type of discussion even to this day even being married with my husband I'm still dreading it like if my husband would come down now and he would say we we need to talk first of all my defenses would be way up definitely <laughs> same and second of all would be like what did I do what happened what situation do I need to take myself out of, where do I have to defend myself? You know, what do we need to sort out? And all of those questions before he even told me what it was about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly enough, just the other day, uh, my brother actually just texted me one day. He's like, oh, we need to talk. And I'm like, what the heck did happen again? You know, like, like oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> 2022, we're still using, we need to talk. Just tell me what you need to tell me because I'm already, like you're. I get into super defensive. You can tell me that I don't even know you like that. You can tell me, hey, Luis, we need to talk. I'm gonna be like, yeah. what? What did I do to you? What did I say to you? No, I just exactly. I'm a very defensive person. So you know, I guess when you make it super accessible, uh, I think that's one of the things as a consumer that I'm looking for is accessibility uh, and ability to become vulnerable without actually giving up too much of my vulnerability to where I'm uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really cool that you you, you kind of like bring that up. I don't know. I, I'm very intrigued with 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 the game now, and like maybe just like playing it with like my partner, you know, like and just trying to figure out like more about them. I'm always very finding ways to wanting to find new ways to learn about. Them, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I guess and and in a non raunchy way where it's just like because I I do value the the psychology of love so to speak Uh, i'm always learning love is a practice i'm always practicing love Uh, i need to keep practicing it and and i think one of the ways is getting to know them like my partner surprises me so much this even to this day i find out little tidbits and i'm like wow this is really cool um i didn't know this about you and i guess yeah finding out different avenues that is the thing our partners will surprise us and we will surprise them as well because we are people we live things you know, every day. And even if we are glued to our partner, we will still experience certain things differently. So, you know, certain things might offend us in a way that they don't get offended or uh, they might get offended of the things that we might do. But we don't know all of this, you know. We don't see that resentment building up unless we talk about it. And I understand that these conversations can be tedious. Interestingly enough, between me and my husband, I was more reluctant to talk about my feelings in the beginning. You know, normally it's the woman of the relationship that, you know, she's ready to share the feelings and all of this and all of that. And I was ready to a certain point. But then when the conversation used to get too serious, I would like back up and I was like, no, I don't want to talk about it. You know, just just leave it, just brush it off, just leave it, just no. But then, you know, many times it's like, yes, but we have to talk about this as well. You know, that situation happened and it upset me and we need to talk about this because, you know, we need to find a way of moving forward. So I would say that if anyone is serious about their relationship and about their commitment to the relationship, they will do whatever they can to actually make it work and even have those difficult conversations, uh, which now, you know, if they get the better topics game, it doesn't have to be difficult anymore because the questions are there. They can just get it and play it. And, um, you know, it's fun because it's a game at the end of the day. It's light. It doesn't have to be tedious. It doesn't have to be 
soul draining, you know, to stay there and talk about their feelings endlessly and how did that make you feel and that type of thing. Because we understand that, yes, that works in a certain setting and if you're willing to actually open up like that. But many of us on a day-to-day basis, it's less likely that we will be as open and as straight away open and, okay, let's talk, you know. Um, hence why the questions. And the other thing that we really liked was the feedback that we got from people on how they actually play it. You know, okay. as I said, they can they can take out three questions, you know, the more difficult ones and reintroduce them later on. Or um, other friends of ours, they are taking the game with them whilst they're on the road, especially if they have like a dr- long drive. And then they start talking about the questions. You know, they just ask questions back and forth and then they start answering them, you know. And then uh, they did say that they had so many great conversations whilst on the road that they almost wanted the road not to finish, you know, because um, <laughs> they were so deep in certain conversations that they enjoyed it so much. And one of my favorite, favorite feedbacks to this day, it literally made me tear up when I saw that email, was um, from this guy from Japan, all over Japan, imagine that. Yeah. He actually uh, was one of our Kickstarter backers. And he said that, you know, his relationship with his wife is not going great. So he thought, you know, he'll, he'll give this a try as well. Why not? So his wife, interestingly enough, wasn't interested in playing the game with him. So what he did was he memorized some of the questions exactly the way we had them on the cards. And then he asked her, you know, during dinner, just asked her like, you know, random questions. And she started answering. And he said it actually went quite well. He, he was surprised as well. And then he'll, he'll do that more, you know. Uh, so the next day he was planning to memorize other questions and then ask her again. And then, you know, just do it like that and I you know that that touched me so much because I was like oh my god first of all we are helping people literally around the world people that I've never seen or met in my life they are thousands of miles away from me and they still benefit from our game and second of all this is again a very interesting way of using it you know although she wasn't willing to actually play the game he still used it you know um to the purpose that it was meant to, as in having those important conversations and uh, bringing the couple together and closer to each other, basically. I mean, and that, 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 that that's a very fascinating story because, like, you're right. Like, dude's just trying to get close to his wife, and, and he's and yes. he, he, he and the fact that he had to go to this avenue to do it. But like, yeah, I, I like that. I, I I respect that, and I respect dudes like that. Like, you know, that's a king right there in my eyes. Like, he's trying to make it work. I think that's really cool. Say strong king if yes. you're out there. Um, yes. And so and so now, like, you made this game. You and your husband are doing great. This is your guys' passion project, and, yes. and you guys, there's a lot of you inside of this. There's a lot of him inside of this, and there's a lot yes. of, of that. Um, do you have a it's favorite question? It's practically our first baby. <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm saying. So, like, do you have a favorite question out of it? Like, do you? There's one where you're just like, "This wow. is the one I like." Out of all over the hundred, I have questions. few. Actually, I have I have quite a few. I mean, um, leaving the lighter ones aside because I I do like some of those. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the let's say more serious ones is, um, when was it last week that you needed me most and I wasn't there? Something oh, along those lines. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Wow. So I love this. I'm question. like thinking, when did I, when did you need me right now? You got me going. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's, it's um, quite an important question because, especially um, if you're not very sure, you know, or even if you know, but 
you weren't very, let's say, attuned to your partner's feelings over the past week. Um, and we formulated a lot of questions with last week, last week, or next week, next week, because we want to help couples focus on the immediate things that just happened so they can still discuss them whilst they are fresh in mind instead of years down the line, oh, but you always do this because when you did this years ago and all, you know, and the other partner might not even remember what they're talking about. So because we want to keep them as much in the present or immediate present as possible, and because we also encourage people to play this at least once a week, you know, because it's, you know, it, it helps you. Um, so I love this question because if if you don't realize exactly when are those key moments when your partner actually needs you and you're not there, you know, it's it's a great question to ask because the more you ask it, the more you can see where the pattern is. And then you can, you know, in the near future, recognize when those type of situations arise and just be there for your partner straight away instead of them always having to ask or them being frustrated that you weren't there when they actually needed you. Because not everyone is willing to just tell their partner straight away, I need you right now. I need you to support me right now. You know, it's, it's very few people that will actually voice that in such a way that is very clear to their partner what they need to do. Most people will just give hints or most people will just say, I'm being frustrated because their partner is not there when they should be and their partner should know better and all of these things. So, you know, um, this actually gives you an insight on, on what are the situations where your partner feels more vulnerable and needs more support from you, you know, because at the end of the day in a relationship, we are a team and we should support each other, you know, in either achieving our goals or even through bad times. Um, and the sister of this question is, when did you need me uh, to give you more space last week? And I wasn't, you know? Oh, okay. That yes. is a very loaded question too. Exactly. So then it thinks, you know, it takes you back to the past week. What has happened recently in your life? When was it that you actually needed a bit of space, but your partner was all over you and you felt you're like maybe suffocating, I don't know. Or maybe you just wanted a breather by yourself to, you know, regroup and then uh, be able to be there in the relationship and for other people as well. Um, so again, this as well can help you to see what the patterns are, you know, because although many people try to be unpredictable and everything, you know, just to keep the spice up in life, let's say, um, many of us, and it's, you know, this again is rooted in psychology, it's rooted in survival mode and all of that. Many of us work on patterns so much that we don't even realize, you know. We do have a pattern of the things that trigger us. We do have a pattern of the things that we like and do regularly and all of that without even realizing. It's only once you uh, realize that and you start analyzing your behavior is when you actually realize, oh my God, I've been doing this all my life. This is a pattern clearly. So, um, you know, these type of questions help you to analyze your partner's behavior better so you can be there or not be there when they do or don't need you, you know, instead of them always having to voice that. Because from my experience, having a brother, you know, quite who I'm quite close to and growing up together, basically, and having my husband as well, and working in a mostly male-dominated um, industry as well, I realized that what men appreciate most is to be very straightforward and tell them exactly what you mean and tell them exactly what they need to do. So even things like, oh, the trash would need to be taken out. That's too vague for many men, you know? Um, 
if I say, you know, if I want that taken care of, I have to tell them, can you take that trash out now? You know, like you have to, in many cases. Uh, now, again, I don't want to generalize because, you know, some women are like this as well. I am like this as well, but I think I'm like this because of the environment I grew up in mostly. And because having my brother, you know, I, I realized at a very early age with men and being surrounded by many of his friends as well, I realized with men, you very you have to be very specific. You know, when you ask something, when you want something for them to do or not Preach. do, you have, to, <laughs> you have to specifically tell them, like, don't do this or do that now, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. Whereas with women, um, if you do that, many of them will get offended. Very interesting. And I had to learn this again once I was in my corporate job. It baffled me as a woman as well that many of the women I was working with they would get offended if I would just, if I would just, uh, out straight, straight, I would just ask them to do something or not do something, you know? And they would literally get offended and I would not understand. And then I was like, maybe this is how men feel, <laughs> you know, when they talk to women. <laughs> I guess, I guess all and, the differences of sexes, how would you approach a female then in that case, when you, when men, you have to be very specific, how do you approach a female in this? Well, that's the thing. You have to be a bit clever about it and you have to go, let's say, around the bush a bit, you know, uh, instead <laughs> of just straightforward to it. So, you know, you have to, if we take again the, the trash thing, the trash thing, um, you would say, oh, the trash might need to be taken out, you know, or, oh, uh, some food might need to be cooked or this or that. And most women will pick up on that and they will, you know, understand that you want them to do something. Or if you say something like, oh, I haven't had the dessert in a long time, I would really, you know, love some dessert. That's it. And then she will understand that you want her to cook a dessert for you, you know, right. or maybe to get a dessert for you or something like that. So, um, you know, you have to be clever about it. The way as women have to be clever on, on how to talk with men, because if women talk in a certain way, especially between them, it is a bit um, difficult for them to actually change that to a very direct, conversation when they talk to men you know so many of them don't know how to do it especially if they haven't grown up in in a male-dominated environment or even with uh you know uh brothers around them to teach them that at a very early age right um but this is where again the questions come in because it is straightforward enough so men can understand it as well and again i don't want to generalize and say all men are like this but the, the majority of them are um and still not too straight so women um you know uh, don't want to answer it anymore because it's offensive to them i like the accessibility though they're both genders and just kind of like it's pretty much so so you got a, a game that brings you closer to your partner uh theoretically yes. with these questions he brings up the truth in them and it's in an accessible and wholesome way that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable and defensive because Again, all the other games, I do feel a sense of defense. Even if it's like Cards Against Humanity, it's like I feel defensive in a sense that I have to be the funniest. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so yeah. it's almost a little bit of added pressure that I don't really need. Even though it's a game, I get it. These are all games. But <laughs> but you, we were talking about um, so your favorite questions, right? And, and how yeah. that relates and how uh, the accessibility of it. And how that translates into a game where it's just like anybody can do it. And it doesn't yes. have to be so, so much pressure. Um, is there a difference in in in, uh, in, in your target target demographic uh, as far as like new relationships or old relationships? Like, 
if a new couple does it, do they get the same benefits of it as if it was a couple who's been together and married for years? Um, well, interestingly enough that you say about demographics, demographics are literally anyone in a relationship or even dating. Because uh, first of all, you know, because, you know, I'm a woman, my husband is a man um, and we are basically in a heterosexual relationship. Uh-huh. That was our main let's say, main, main uh, target audience. However, the way we formulated the questions, we've been very, very careful with them, hence why we took us so many months, um, in making them uh, possible to be asked by any type of couples and relationships. So mm-hmm. even same-sex you know, relationship, they can still ask these questions. You know, because the questions will be about them as people instead of them as just a woman or just a man or anything like that. You know, we wanted to take that out because we understand that relationships come in so many shapes and even sizes, you know, that um, and wanted to give the possibility to all of the couples out there to discuss these things. Because we feel that whether you are in a same sex uh, relationship or not you will still have to go through the same discussions and you will still most likely um, struggle with the same issues. You know, whether you're both women, both men or a woman and a man, it doesn't really matter because the relationship dynamic is pretty much the same, really. Right. So um, that is one point. And the second one is anyone can literally play this. And I would say the sooner they start, the better. because. For example, if you're dating and you're not very sure how to ask especially difficult questions in the beginning, but you definitely want to know the answer for them, you can get the game and then again, blame the game for the question (laughs) and then you would still get your answer in the end. Yes. So um, we also have an extension deck for new couples Uh with specific questions for couples that are just in the dating phase or just at the very beginning. Um, and these are questions that we've asked each other, you know, when we were dating, because from the very first moment, because first of all, I was very sure on um, on the fact that I wanted to make my, my next relationship great, you know, mm-hmm. and I've also found someone who seemed to be on the same length wave, you know, uh, a wavelength, sorry, uh, from the very beginning. Um, we actually had these discussions from the very beginning, you know, like, Maybe not the first or second date, but quite early on, you know, we had very serious discussions, which I appreciated about, you know, my husband as well, that he was willing to, um, you know, have those conversations with me. And that as well gave me a lot of peace of mind that we knew exactly what we were getting ourselves into from the very beginning, instead of, oh, we'll just wing it for six months and see what happens, you know. So because at that time when we've met, I told my husband, I don't want anything just casual, just to have fun and all of that. I'm like, no, I was at an age where I told him I don't have the years left or the energy to do that anymore and spend years with someone and not be sure what the future will bring, you know, not be confident enough that this person is definitely committed to our relationship. Now, in our case, you know, my husband, he did propose very early on in our relationship. And I said yes. And we got married literally within six months of knowing each other. But um, even if he would have not proposed so soon, I would have been still happy because he was very committed for our relationship and, you know, to me as well. So for me, that in itself was everything that I wanted. Well, not everything, but 
the main thing that I wanted, uh, you know, from my partner. And he had that. So having that, everything else we've built on top of it. That's amazing, yo. Like, like that's the kind of stuff I like to hear because it's like it makes me hopeful for like relationships to work out. When especially when I feel like a lot of times in my life I do feel callous to it anymore. And and it's like there's tools and there's options to make things work. And I don't know, it's just kind of cool to see exactly. like people figuring it out and making it work. And even if it's you know the good, bad, and the ugly, uh, you yeah. know, there's these tools. And you guys actually created some of those tools now. Um, yeah. And really Really quick, and so now we're kind of kind of winding down to the end of the show, where it's like we learned a little bit about you. But uh, and again, I think this is like a perfect tool for you. Right now that you opened up my mind to it, new couples can do this too. Um, yeah. I just want you to like do your shameless plug. Where can we find this? What What is the name of your stuff? What websites? Where's your social media? I want everyone to know where you can find this. New couples, old couples, dating, just talking. I think it would benefit all of y'all. Y'all need to check this out. Please shameless plug all your your links, please. I want everyone to know where you can find you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. So the game, again, it's called Better Topics because we're encouraging couples to discuss better topics instead of all the usual issues. Um, and they can find it either on our website, both the physical card game and links for how to download the app, which is bettertopics.com. Also, the physical card game can be found on Amazon UK, US, and Australia. Um, and on socials, everything is at Better Topics. Facebook and Twitter is Better Topics Official. And that's where we are. I mean, once you'll see the logo, you'll know it's us. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me and talk to me about relationships. I always find it such a fascinating topic, especially coming from a guy who like had not the best relationships and I'm just kind of working at them now better in my 30s, trying to like figure things out. Um, so it's kind of cool to see people kind of like have the tools and 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 if anything like yeah this is a podcast for everybody else at the end of the day this is a podcast for me and i mean i learned so much about um relationships just from talking to you so this is pretty cool and i'm I really hope nothing for the best for you and your husband um thank you again for coming thank and you, talking to you. me yeah this is awesome uh and, thank and, you so much for having me on yeah guys 98.3 KMWV. we have the coolest people come on and then just go down some rabbit holes and we didn't even go through any rabbit holes i feel like this is just the surface of what you can get so if you guys go to their socials go to their links uh definitely i'll post a lot of their links on on the on uh on the description page here um but you, I, I'm, I'm gonna check it out because i'm very curious thank you so much again for your very kind words <laughs> and thank you again for having me on your podcast <laughs> 